0: You ever feel. Are you listening? Damn uh. Yeah. Uh. How's everybody yeah. doing tonight? i like to welcome to the stage the lyrically acclaimed yeah. I like this young man because when he came out he came out with the phrase he went from ashy classy. So everybody in the house, give a warm round of applause for D. The, they gave us a podcast podcast. How's it going, guys? <laughs> Thanks for joining me again. Y'all motherfuckers better know w- who that was that I just uh, recited. It's recited a word or whatever? What I just said, that little like 30 seconds, y'all should know who that is. If y'all don't know, then you should go find the tallest bridge and jump off of it. Um, Thanks for joining me. Welcome back to episode 15. Today is Wednesday, May 31st, last day of the month of May, obviously. I don't think there there will ever be 32 days. (laughs) If you're driving today, please be careful because it's the end of the month and the cops are looking to give you tickets to to meet that quota. So, shape up, don't look at your phone, don't text, don't even look down at the radio, because as soon as you take your eyes off that road, that, there's a ticket for you. As a matter of fact, we're going to open up this podcast, I'm, I'm going to call out the uh, the New York City Police Department real quick, just very quickly, because I, I don't want them to find me, and <laughs> blue, hashtag blue, blue Lives Matter, by the way, this has... You know, this is this is below Blue Lives Matter. This is that's something else. Uh, so I was in a city the <laughs> a couple a uh, couple weeks ago, you know a couple months ago, and I'm actually still fuming about this. These motherfuckers gave me a ticket for passing the stop sign of a school bus. So a school bus that's 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 stationary, flashing red lights. With the stop sign out, flashing stop sign. They gave me a ticket for passing that, which is complete and utter bullshit because I I never did it. There was never a bus stop there. I mean there was never a school bus there. there. There was a school bus there, but it wasn't letting kids on. The stop sign wasn't even out. And how I know I didn't do it is because there was a van in front of me. So when a green light turned when the light turned green, he went and I went after him. And then the cops kind of made a U-turn from the other side of the street, pulled me over, and I'm like, I'm completely clueless. So I'm thinking maybe they read my plates, um, and maybe I had something something wrong with my with my license because I always do. There's always something wrong with my license or with my registration or my car, or whatever. So I'm like, all right, cool. I'll pull over. Let's see what they want. They gave me a ticket for passing a stationary bus, uh, school bus. I I didn't pass it. I know that. So now I have to go to court uh, 3 hours away and fight the ticket. Uh, and and I got to try to plead it down. So now if I plead if I if I don't feel like going down there and I plead guilty, I think that's 5 or 6 points on my driver's license. I think it's 5 points on my driver's license. And you know they're going to hit me over the head with a fee. So that fee is probably going to be like 450. 450 bucks and 5 points on my license for Uh, uh, for uh, a violation that I didn't even commit. So you want to talk about the state needing money? They should never need money because they can do that all day and just hit people over the head with fees and fines and everything else. Complete and utter bullshit. And I'm disappointed at you, New York City Police Department. I really am. You guys are supposed to be the finest. I think it says that on your uniform. And you didn't treat me uh, fine in any way. Um, so I'll see you. Don't worry. I'll see you. Um, what came to my mind the other day is, uh, the state, you know, it's, it's so many ways. It's, it's so easy for this state or any other state to, to, to make money. Um, you know, with, with all the stuff they got, obviously they got speak uh, red light cameras. They got the cops hounding you every chance they get to to catch you not signaling on a turn or you know see you driving with a old inspection sticker or whatever. I got caught for that too, by the way. Uh, <laughs> it, it, I got caught I got caught by that in a funny way. I was this is about sometime last year. So I'm driving. Uh, I got my girl in the car. I got my daughter in the back seat, and. I knew my inspection, you know, I need I my car needed to be inspected. The problem was is the check engine light was on. So you know if it's a check engine light, that's pretty much like the red light of death. You know when you used to play Xbox? And once you got that red light on the Xbox, that's it. You can never fix it. That's what uh, that's what the check engine light is on car. So I had that on there. Um And so I'm just driving around, you know, and it's got the old color of the sticker. So they look at the color. They know it's expired. So I'm just hoping I don't pass a cop. I'm just hoping they don't see me. So I'm going down one way of the road and a cop is coming towards me. And I'm like, shit, there's no way to turn. Um, The turn is like a couple a few feet, a couple yards down. And um, and by that time, he would already see me. So he we pass each other. He sees me. Obviously, I look in my rearview mirror, as I always do. He makes the U-turn. I'm like, shit. <laughs> so what I do is when I see him put on his blinker to make the U-turn, I kind of speed up a little bit. And when I get out of his sight, I make a right turn. Somehow, some way, I don't know. He, he, I don't know if he saw me make the turn or not, which I doubt, but he caught me. So I make the right and I kind of go down the street and I try to make another left. As soon as I try to make that left, he comes right up behind me. I'm like, Well how the fuck did he find me? So he comes up to the window, he tells me my stick is out, and I'm like, You yeah, know yeah, yeah, I'm I'm a black I'm black I'm a black guy, I'm aware he's a white guy, I'm aware he's a white guy. So I'm trying to be like calm, cool, respectful. <laughs> and I'm like, No, I, I get it, sir, you know, I'm just um, I'm actually on my way to get it replaced. I'm talking in my white voice. Because, you know, most most black people got that white voice. You know, like, when they, when you call them for a job interview, when you're on the phone, they're like, hi, yes. Yes, oh, thank you very much. I appreciate it. Like, <laughs> that's the voice I put on. So, if you got a black friend, uh, ask to hear his white voice. He'll, he'll, he'll show you his white voice. But, um, so, while I'm trying to calm him down... Uh, baby mama is in the uh, the passenger seat Just answering questions for me And shooting back at the cop And I'm like I'm like little, little uh, That's a tongue twister I'm like little Yachty On um, Complex's uh, On Complex's Everyday Struggle on MTV I'm like My nigga Chill Chill <laughs> And she going at the cop And the cop yells at her He says um He's like, man, I'm not talking to you, and I, I had to tell her, like, relax, dude, because if this dude gets agitated, he can pull me out the car, and then whatever happens, happens after that, you know, all because you want to run your mouth, <laughs> so, you white, you safe, my daughter's half white, like, she's sort of safe, like, he'll, like, smack her up a little bit, but he won't do damage to her, you know, he'll just, he'll just smack up the black side, <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's, that's messed up, Uh I love my daughter, that's messed up. Uh and so it it you know, he 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 eventually let me go. Um and just told me to get it fixed. But just that running with the cops, man. I hate having that that running. It's so it's uncomfortable. No matter how many times it happens, like it's just so unexpected. You never know what's you know what's gonna happen with that. Uh so I just I I just need to bring that up. But yeah, on to the podcast. I guess the podcast is starting right now. Uh, If that meant nothing to you, you probably just skip through the whole thing. Uh, Don't skip, damn it. Listen to every minute, every word I say. Just hang on it. Hang on every waking minute. (laughs) Yeah, I I did want to mention my last episode, episode 14, uh, titled See That Body Go Romp, Romp, Romp. That, to date, is my biggest episode. It had... It was a tremendous uh, turnout. It had, uh, man, way more listens uh, and downloads uh, than I than I expected. Uh, by far, my best episode, um, and I appreciate everybody who uh, listened listened into it and liked it and favored it and shared it and subscribed to the podcast. Uh, it definitely means a lot, man. I I went online and I, I, I saw that number and I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. It blew me away. I thought it was like, I thought it was, I thought something was, was, was wrong at first. And no, it's official. It, that, that was my biggest episode. So if you haven't heard it, go back and listen to episode 14. While we're on the subject of police and cops and getting pulled over, can we just talk about Tiger Woods real quick? <laughs> Tiger Eldridge, Eldridge Woods or Eldridge Tiger Woods or Eldrick Tiger Woods, I don't know. For years, you know, maybe decades or eight decades, there's been this whole uh, conversation on is Tiger black or is Tiger black enough, right? And looking at the guy, you're kind of like, eh, I don't know if he's black the way he talks and acts. Also, that's I have a problem with that whole talk black and act black thing. I'll get into that. But you look at him, you're like, eh, I don't know if this dude is black. Black people don't really want to claim him. Then you look at his real first name, Eldridge. <laughs> that is, that's a black name if I've ever heard or seen one in my life. So that, that makes him black right off the bat, right? Like Eldridge, really? Um, so he got pulled over uh, and cited or arrested for apparently a DUI, which is driving under the influence in, in, in Florida. Which is crazy. Uh first report said that the cop smelled liquor on his breath and everybody thought that it was drunk driving. So of course all you fucks jumped to conclusions. Quick to judge motherfuckers <laughs> and you say he was drink driving drunk driving and all this other shit and you make your memes. Come to find out, dude wasn't drunk driving, he was just under the influence of uh of a of a medicine or or a pill, or a drug, however you want to call it, um, a pain pill, I guess, pain reliever, uh, which is understandable, because from what I understand, the dude had several back surgeries, several hip surgeries, he's got to be in a tremendous amount of pain, kind of like a football player, them dudes are always popping pills, dudes always getting surgeries, so I can understand, you know, him getting caught or him being under the influence. I just can't, I, can't, I just can't understand him driving while he's under the influence. And it, it's probably something th- that he thought he could handle. Uh, you know, maybe he took a pill and he's like, nah, I'm good. And then it just really hit him in the middle of the drive. So I, I guess they found him asleep at the wheel. Uh, nonetheless, you jumped to conclusions, society, motherfuckers. Yeah, I got to quit it, man. Just wait an extra day for the report to come out. That's all you got to do. But we live in a society right now in this world where everything is now, now, now. Information is now. It's, at, it's in the palm of your hand, literally. And I'm snapping my fingers, if you can hear that, but I'm not really snapping because I can't snap my fingers. <laughs> my five-year-old daughter can snap her fingers, and I'm a grown-ass man, and I can't do it. So I'm just a tiny bit emasculated by her. But yeah, dude, man, you know, you got you got black women that hate him because, you know, he uh he married and 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 had and had offsprings with a white woman and then he got caught with all these white women, uh, strippers or whatever, and then you got black dudes that hate him because he doesn't really claim to be black. And I don't really know if black dudes hate him. Uh, black dudes don't really hate many people i think we're pretty like we're we're a pretty welcoming bunch uh but then you got white folk that hate him of course because he's half black and he's successful at golf which is predominantly a white sport um and plus he's with a white woman well, white guys don't really like that they don't really like seeing that <laughs> so, yeah uh, black dudes i find us to be pretty welcoming um we always got like play cu- play cousins and shit. We'll have a tight best friend, but we'll have like a couple friends, and you know, like if we've known them for a few years, we'll introduce them to other people as our cousin. <laughs> I've done that several times. My family has. I've seen other black guys do it, so I think we're pretty welcoming. Like to me, I used to be a mailman, so I used to always say I never really mind. Uh, I never really took too much to delivering in the hood, you know, in like bad neighborhoods or in in neighborhoods that are deemed, uh, you know, ghetto because they have a lot of black people. Um, I actually always liked delivering in those neighborhoods opposed to the, like the predominantly white neighborhoods. And here's here's my rationale. So don't judge me. I always thought that, and I still think this, that if I'm in a hood and something happens to me where somebody's trying to mess with me, like black people would come to my rescue, you know? They'd be like, you know, what's going on? Unless it was them doing it themselves, but uh they for the most part I believe they'd come to my rescue or try to help me in some way. Uh I feel like if I'm in a white neighborhood, like if I'm outside delivering mail and somebody tries to mess with me, everyone's gonna like stay in their house and just open their curtains and and watch from in home, <laughs> and you know, two of them will call the police, and and no one's gonna come out and say anything. <laughs> so <laughs> that's that's super racist. Uh, it's not racist. It's just being judgmental. But that's how I always felt. So I never really uh, minded at all uh, delivering mail in a projects as they call them, um, or in the hood. It was always cool to me. I, I loved it. Uh, I know I never mentioned this on previous podcasts, but I I was like I said I was a mailman for several years, and you just find it's so much going on, man, that you don't even know about because you see so many people, uh, and you walked you walk to so many houses and so many buildings. So many women hit on me, <laughs> like looking out the window, like uh, you got a package for me, Mister Mailman. I'm like, no, you know I don't I don't no packages for you today, just mail, and they'd be like. I'm not talking about that package. I'm like, oh, whoa, easy. Easy there, killer. Take it easy. <laughs> I'm on the clock and I got a woman at home, like, you know, I'm okay. But a lot a lot of stuff like that, a lot of weird stuff like that happened. I've got ai r I've I've gotten run out of neighborhoods before. Um, out of um ghetto neighborhoods. I've I've you know, I've been out delivering mail and, and someone didn't like me or you know, someone didn't like the way I walked on their lawn, and they literally tried to get people to beat me up. <laughs> so, being a mailman, it was, it was a tough job, man. It was scary sometimes, but it was fun for the most part. Why am I talking about being a Why am I reminiscing about being a mailman on here? This is not uh, interesting at all. Is it? I don't know. You let me know if it's interesting. But to to, to really go back on the uh, the Tiger, uh, Tiger Woods thing real quick. You know, I think the problem for the most part is that whatever pill he was taking that knocked him out like that, it's, you got to figure that him being a a famous guy and in the spotlight, that it was so easy for him to just get that from a doctor, you know? If you think about it, that doctor, if if that did happen and it gets traced back to him, that doctor's going to be in serious trouble, man. You know, and a lot of people put their, their lives and their careers on the line for shit like that, and I don't get how they do that when you get to a certain level you know you become a doctor and shit and you put your your career on the line your livelihood on the line for for some shit like that um it's not it's not rational at all like i was i was watching the news uh actually today and there was a fire set and you know it was a huge fire in the building and, and some dude set it and actually killed three people and left one survivor and uh i guess one of the dude's friend lied in court for him so he perjured himself on a stand and said that the guy that set the fire had his car all day so he wasn't home to set that fire so they found that shit to actually be untrue and the dude that lied got seven years for perjuring himself on a stand he got seven years in jail just for saying that just for sticking up for his friend who fucking murdered people in a fire so I, I, I don't remember what the dude that set the fire got. I think he got like 12 years maybe. But now this dude's going away for seven years. Seven years of your life gone because you lied for somebody. You know, I can never put myself in that position to where I got to lie for someone and risk my own freedom or livelihood. Listen, dude, freedom feels good. I'm a black guy. I'm cherishing freedom as much as I can get it because I don't know when this shit's going to go away. <laughs> You never know, man. You know, yeah, I, I might wake up one day. We might be in a fucking police state where all black people got a fucking uh, all black all black people got like the time on their wrists, like that, uh, like that movie In Time with that shitty ass movie In Time with Justin Timberlake. We all got time on our wrists and shit. We got to work our asses off just to get an hour's worth of uh, of life. So I'm cherishing this shit as much as I can get, man. I love waking up and breathing the nasty air of New York, <laughs> just the dumb things people do uh, it just leaves me scratching my head I guess I guess you know a lot I hear I hear a lot of people talking about this um, you know and I listen to uh, you know if you're, if you're familiar with Charlemagne, Charlemagne the god uh, on on The breakfast club power 105 one uh, also the brilliant idiots podcast why am I plugging his shit? <laughs> don't plug my shit um, but I do listen to their podcast And um, you know he, Him and other people like Will Smith And, and other famous people Always talking about uh, Speak things into existence <clears throat> I've tried several times to speak good things For myself into existence But this shit never arrives The other day It always seems like every time I have a conversation With baby mama We're talking and shit and a bill comes up and I'm like, Do you realize I got this credit card like a a month ago and the bill hasn't showed up yet? So I have no minimum payment yet or anything. Next day, what comes in the mail? That fucking credit card bill. <laughs> the um I remember I, I got a uh I got a ticket for passing a toll without paying. Um it wasn't really a ticket, they just sent me the, the fee in the mail, but and I I told them, I'm like, I passed that toll like Three and a half weeks ago. I guess they just forgot about it. The next day, I shit you not, the next day this happened. The next day it came in the mail (laughs) with a picture of my fucking license plate saying I owed them like $2 or some shit. I'm so good at speaking bad things into existence that I'm just going to stop speaking entirely because it's it's getting pretty pitiful. One day I just want to speak some shit into existence where I'm like, Man, I really need money to do this. I really need this, and a check comes in the mail for like 800 bucks. <laughs> I don't want to speak that shit into existence, please. I, I, I know, of course, I'm 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 being very literal about it, uh, just to try to be funny. But when they say speak things into existence, they mean, uh, you know, say you're gonna do something, uh, and then work at it, and then have it happen. That's really what they're talking about, but. Me being the prick that I am, I just want to take it for what it is <laughs> and say that I wish I could stop speaking bad shit into existence. I bought my car last year, and it's a used car, but it's a like a brand-new used car, 2014. So I'm I'm like, yeah, this car's running pretty good for, you know, a used car that I got at a good price a year ago. I haven't really had to do any repairs. I take it to get an oil change and a checkup uh, two weeks ago, and they tell me I got to replace the brakes like ASAP before... The shit eats into my rotors and destroys my tires. <laughs> it 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 just happens. Like I don't, I, I say it and it, bad shit just follows me. It's like a cloud, like a, a, a just rainy cloud of fucking bills and and everything else, bills and pregnant chicks and pregnancy tests. <laughs> Let me stop that. I don't want to speak that shit into existence, man, because some chick come back with a pregnancy test and I'm done. (laughs) I'm having so much fun. Um, But yeah, I I just, I I want to try to just to be a better person. That's all. That's all I want to do. Um, So do you guys understand what cultural appropriation is? Like I I don't understand what it is. Um, I kind of know the meaning of it, but I don't get what people. I don't I don't get where they draw the line of what is and what is not cultural appropriation. Hold on, let me look this shit up and see what it is. I have no idea. What is cultural? Oh, there you go. It came up appropriation. Okay. Cultural appropriation is the adoption or use of the elements of one culture by members of another culture. Cultural appropriation, often framed as cultural misappropriation, is sometimes portrayed as harmful and is claimed to be a violation of the collective intellectual property rights of the originating culture. Jesus, that's a mouthful. Okay, so cultural appropriation is the adoption or use of the elements of one culture by members of another culture. Okay, so... Cultural appropriation would be what, blackface, among being racist, I guess, cultural appropriation. I'm not going to keep saying cultural appropriation because that's just a tongue twister and you you guys already know I'm marble mouth. So I'm just going to say appropriation. So appropriation would be like wearing a like dashiki as a white person, um, which can also be seen as racist, I don't know. Co- so So appropriation would be a white person wearing dreads. Um, And I guess that's appropriation because black people often wear dreads or created the dread hairstyle. I'm not sure. I'm not really sure. Or cornrows. I guess Justin Timberlake back then, when he was in NSYNC, uh, when he had cornrows and, and a bandana and a jean jacket, was that appropriation? So when I start this new job on Monday and they allow me to start depositing money into my 401k. Is that appropriation of white people? <laughs> am I appropriating here's the question, am I appropriating white culture by having a 401k? That's what I need answered. <laughs> Fuck everything else. <laughs> what would be uh what would be appropriation for uh, black to white? Like tight jeans? White know white guys are known for wearing tight jeans, right? Where like crunches their nuts and shit. In Texas, the tight jeans, cowboy boots, and a cowboy hat—that's appropriation. Uh, I guess white—I guess they would say that you can't really appropriate a white culture because white or Caucasians don't have culture. I—I—I I, I, I guess they don't. I'm not sure. I guess when you talk about black culture, you talk about the history of music or the history of dance or. Uh. The history of clothing, you know, garments, I guess, you know, things like that. I guess that that makes sense. If we're appropriating shit, I would love to appropriate white culture. So I can have a house, uh, two kids, one and a half dog, a 401k, a Tesla. (laughs) I saw a Tesla on the road the other day and on a highway. Jesus, man, that is a beautiful car. But, yeah... A, a cultural appropriation, man, I it, it's a tricky one because um, it allows people to claim things. You know, like, every all of a sudden, everything's cultural appropriation. If I'm wearing, you know, a, a pink book bag, I'm, I'm appropriating Kanye West. I have no fucking clue, man. N- none of that shit really interests me because I just don't care, man. There's so many people out there on Twitter on social media, Facebook, who just are in the comments and they care about this shit. And I don't. I, I really don't, man. I got better shit to worry about, you know. I got a family. I I'm trying to better my life and better this podcast and grow my business. You know, I don't I don't have time to 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 think about stupid shit like that. Like the other day, man, my 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 uh my younger sister's uh, baby daddy, there's a whole lot of that going around, um, my young sister's, like, baby father wanted to fight me, he, like, always wants to fight me, I'm like, dude, I don't even fucking know you, <laughs> I don't, I don't have time for this shit, man, like, don't get me wrong, I can kick somebody's ass, I'm, I know, I'm i I'm a husky dude, but I just don't have time for this, I'm, I'm not a fighter, I'm not gonna fight you, and if you say you're going to beat my ass or hurt my family, I'm just going to call the cops and get you arrested for terroristic threats. <laughs> like, that's how petty I am, man. I'm not going to fight you and risk going to jail or some shit and not being, being able to, to to be free and provide for my family. Like, that's just dumb shit, man. You got to do better than that. Why, why does everybody want to hurt and fight each other and fucking throw negatives everybody's way? Like, if we're really doing shit for the culture, let's just be progressive. Stop this bullshit! I will send you to jail. I will. I will be petty and call the cops. Like I don't care. <laughs> I, I. just. That's just me, man. Like I've always said, I'm not built for jail. I never will be. Now, if if I if I was to ever go to jail, which would most likely never happen, I'm not trying to fight anybody. They they always say, what you want to do is, you see, when you get in jail. You just want to look around. You want to you want to find the hardest motherfucker, the toughest motherfucker. You want to walk right up to him, punch him in the fucking face, knock him out. I would do the exact the exact opposite. I want to go up to him and be his friend. I just want to tap him on the shoulder and be like, "Hey man, listen. I get you're the toughest guy in here. I'm new. Let's just be cool. We both got to live here, you know? Let's let's just be civil." I want to work shit out, man. I hate confrontation. I really do. Confrontation makes me uncomfortable. Like confrontation makes me so uncomfortable that even if I'm looking, even if I'm like watching confrontation on television or listening to con- uh, confrontation on the radio or through my headphones, it makes me it makes me want to stop what I'm listening to or watching or it makes me want to turn it off. Like when people pray, play uh pray blah, when when people fucking tongue twisters, man. When people play pranks on each other, you know, like on radio when they put pr- when they play playing they play pranks or anything else, man. That that shit makes you really uneasy, and I I don't know why. I wish I could figure it out, but I feel like I wouldn't be able to play pranks like that because I feel like I wouldn't be able to uh, to confront someone with that uh, energy. <laughs> You know, I wouldn't, you know, be able to scream on him and curse at him and talk shit to them, Even though I'm just joking around, I would not be able to do it. So a conversation makes me really uneasy, man. If I ever went to jail, I just, I try to be low key, you know, and keep my head down. Uh, if they wanted something off my commissary, you know, you need a bag of chips, sure, man. But now I got to give everybody a bag of chips and I just screwed myself, so... I don't know, man. It's just just a fucking ongoing circle of mind fuck. So, yeah, that's not for me, man. You want to fight me? I don't want to fight you. I could care less who you are. I don't give a shit. Uh, You in no way affect my life. And so if you want, I'll just call the cops, say you're making threats, and they'll take care of it. Uh, (laughs) Look at me throwing out subliminals. Like, I got podcast beef. Yeah, that last episode, 14, man, that shit got to my head. It got so many uh, listens, I'm thinking I'm big time now. So on another note, this actually just came to my mind. Did you guys see uh, that they uh, apparently defaced uh, LeBron James's house? They they sprayed the the N-word on his—they They sprayed. They spray-painted or in some way put the N-word on his house. Um, now, I'm not sure if this was, like, a house in Cleveland or Toledo, Ohio, which, wherever he resides. Um, but if it was, how fucked up is that, man? Like, LeBron James, the most, one of the most influential, noticeable, recognizable, talented, any other word that describes excellence you want to put in there, he's that guy. Um, he's in the, about to play golden state in the NBA finals and he gets his house, you know, defaced by some fucking idiot who's, who I assume is racist because they put the N word there. Now I'm not going to say the N word, uh, simply because I just don't think it belongs in this podcast. Um, I use it in my personal life when I'm around people I'm very familiar with, like my friends. Uh, or baby mama, even though she white, she can't say it. Only I can say it because that's how I roll. <laughs> um, but I'll use it, but it's not. A, <clears throat> excuse me, it's not a word that I use regularly. I actually don't use it outside of my house at all. So you know, I I don't get why people do things. You know, I get why some people do things, but to do shit um, where the motivation is. Racism or because someone's black or white. It's just complete bullshit, man. I I don't get that uh, That in 2017 we still have to deal with this, man. It is absurd to me. I get that it's a taught language. I'm a taught language. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, racism is a language. <laughs> it's a. I get that it's a learned behavior or something that's taught, you know, in a family or in a household. But get the fuck over yourself, dude, man. For you to, you know, uh, do that to his house. Simply, for whatever reason, you know, form your own reason to do it. Um, How low, how fucking low of you to do that, man? Go find the tallest building and jump the fuck off, man. For real. Head first. There's just no place for that, man. Like, imagine... I know they probably don't give a fuck, but imagine how that makes him and his family feel. You know? You know, while you're at it, just go fucking burn a cross on his lawn. (laughs) Just... You know what I mean? Since we're doing that, right? Throw Molotov cocktails through his window. Like, don't do that. I'm just saying. I don't give anybody permission to do that. I'm just saying if you're gonna go to the extreme, then why not, right? It's just absurd to me. Um by the way, I I wanted to mention this. If you if you if you haven't if you happen to be listening at work, um, if you haven't noticed by now in 15, 15 episodes, uh with the explicit fucking thing on my cover uh and on every episode this this is an explicit podcast so it's not safe for work um so if you're listening at work you might want to put your headphones on and if you can't do that just turn down the volume so only you could hear me because no one else in your office or wherever you are in your classroom needs to hear me uh talking shit and cursing so um and that's basically what my uh my rant's <laughs> That's what they consist. Uh, It's it's just just curses and stupid information. Uh, Hey, look. Thanks for joining me, guys. I appreciate you joining me on this podcast, as always. Uh, You can hit me up at They Gave Us a Podcast on Facebook and on Instagram. Uh, You can hit me up on Twitter at T-H-Y-G-V Us a Podcast. So that's T-H-Y-G-V-U-S-A podcast. I'm starting to uh, be real active on on Twitter, and so I'm trying to grow things there. Um, So follow me if you you haven't done so by now. If you want to follow, I'll follow you back because I'm still not too big yet to not follow people. So maybe when I get to a certain point, then I'll just stop following people because I'll be too important. (laughs) I love messing around, and I love this. Uh, You can also send me an email at theygaveusapodcast at gmail.com. Please, if you don't know how to spell, just ask me, and I will let you know. That's it for this episode. This is episode 15. I appreciate your time as always. Thank you for giving me 40 minutes. Uh, It means a lot to me, and I just try to make these under an hour, so I'm not boring you in, in, uh, in any way, shape, or form. Love you guys. See you on episode 16 next week. Have a great weekend. Peace.